0: Hey, it's Pastor Cody, and I'm so excited to share this conversation with you from our last Young Adults Third Wednesday service. Hey, we'd love to help you get more connected to FCYA here in Orange County. For more information on how to do so, just follow us on Instagram or text FCOCYA to 313131. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, but be sure to join us next month for our next FCYA Third Wednesday gathering. We'll see you soon. Uh, just a special night planned here, and I uh, just want to kick off now. But I do want to say welcome to everyone. Go ahead, I just want to make sure you're sitting next to the right neighbor. Check in with them. Say, Are you excited to be here? Maybe introduce yourself if you haven't already. It's kind of awkward to sit next to someone that you don't know their name. Just, just get it out of the way now. And uh, it's always special for us to be able to gather as a young adult community. The electric is in the air tonight, come on. It's always special to gather as a young adult community and part of the reason that we've, uh, maybe if I could just set up the night for just a moment, part of the reason that we've kind of come around um, this whole idea of gathering once a month is to come around a topic of what following Jesus looks like in areas that, young adults care about and ways that affect us. And so what we've decided is kind of we operate on a seasonal model and uh, each at the end of every season, we've decided to do a celebration night. And so tonight is just one big party and uh, we're going to have some fun. The theme of the night, we're talking all about celebration. And so um, I'm joined to help me. I've got our worship pastor, our very own Pastor Sean Matta to help us. And, of course, we've got a video creator and TikTok star, Jimmy Darts. Come on, let's welcome him tonight. So I'm excited to jump in uh, just around this conversation. Uh, but do want to say, I think one thing that you'll find out pretty quickly is that we are Jesus people. And uh, part of the reason that we're even gathered tonight is to, to talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus. But one of the things that I think is really cool about this space is that even if you don't consider yourself a Jesus follower, that you belong here. And we're glad that you're here. And I just love that you've made it here tonight, even if it was just on the back of an invite or someone promised you dinner afterwards. Um, I think it's just great that you're here because there's no better night to really uncover what it looks like to follow Jesus. Many times we have our own um, opinions and presuppositions about what being a Christian is all about but tonight is kind of a peek behind the curtain if you don't follow Jesus and uh, that's kind of what tonight is all about and so um, I just want to start off with this question maybe just by way of introduction. Jimmy like can you tell us what do you do?
1: Oh baby <laughs> what do I do? I, uh, I work at Target. No no. Yeah. Uh, basically what I do is um, what I do now is I, I basically make videos so I do TikTok full-time and, um, honestly, just uh, do videos that are, like, good, clean fun, you know. So things that a 3-year-old could watch, an 80-year-old could watch, an atheist could watch, a Christian could watch, anyone could watch. And just try to inspire people um, just to, just to like, love people well and do that. And so, yeah, do a lot of wild stuff like that. And, and yeah, have a couple side businesses on the side as well. But it's a blast.
0: Incredible. I yeah, think yeah. One, of, one of the things that just um, is so unique about you is you're just kind of like, this is the way I say it just a different kind of person and I think the way (laughs) and what I mean by that is you kind of operate with a whole different set of rules and like just talking to you we got you know coffee a couple weeks back and just talking about the joy that you have and the vision that you have just behind like your life and your career and so I think like just talking about this idea of
1: celebration um, like what makes you so joyful? Man what makes me joyful is honestly just You know, knowing Pops, you know, he changed my life. You know, I I felt so empty before I knew God and just didn't really have that deep purpose. But basically, Jesus radically changed my life when I was 18 years old. I was deep into partying and doing all that kind of wild stuff and just felt no real joy in it. Was making videos at the time, but just just felt no real joy in it. And this is sounds crazy, but the, the day that I kind of found that purpose and stuff, I was at a party and I had these socks on with Jesus on them and he was like this they were from urban outfitters or whatever and I was out partying in the woods jumping over the fire just being stupid and uh anyways on the way home I was like oh snap my mom's gonna see my socks know they're full of holes and I'm about to get like grounded you know she's gonna freak out and like get my phone taken away you know and basically I go up in my room and I was like yo Jesus like I don't know I think I've seen this on tv or something but can you heal my socks (laughs) And I put them in my underwear drawer, hid them, and that night, just to clarify, I had no drugs, no alcohol, so I wasn't, like, seeing things. I was just really worried that my mom would know I was partying. Next morning, I wake up before she comes upstairs to check, and literally, the socks had no holes in them, and it freaked me out. And I was like, yo, God didn't want me to get in trouble for this? Like, this is wild. So then I actually started partying harder. <laughs> Yeah, and it kind of it kind of spiraled out a little bit, but um, shortly after that, came across a Billy Graham video, and he basically said, you got to choose a path, you know, do you want to live for yourself and go your own way and do that, or do you want to live for God and basically give your life to Jesus and just repent and turn from your ways, and I felt so convicted, so right there in my room, got down on the floor and gave my life to Jesus, and right then just felt so amazing, just felt so forgiven, so washed, so loved, and Basically, you know, it says in the Bible, like, the righteous are as bold as a lion, you know? So as soon as I knew that I was right before God because of what he did, not because of what I did, but because of he did, I just had this radical boldness in my life to pursue my dreams, to do all this stuff, because I knew God was on my side, you know?
0: Unbelievable. I think that's so crazy, just because it's some, such a simple thing. Praying for your socks. Come on
2: now. Okay, wait, I just got to interject yes. real fast. My first time ever seeing Jimmy Darts with my own eyes. This was before the Tic Tac days and oh. all the Instagram and everything, you know. <laughs> I'm talking like a 60-year-old. We were in an auditorium of probably 2,500 students in our ministry school, and he goes up there and shares this testimony of how Jesus healed his socks. And <laughs> you got to be joking me. Like, this actually right. happened to the kid. Right. And forever got known as the guy, Jesus healed my socks guy.
1: Socks, kid. It took a while to shake the name. But. The
2: whole building blew up. Like, I can't even explain to you. Like, Faith was in the room. Like, it was crazy from this sock testimony. I'm like, it's amazing. What's going on? God is amazing. This yeah. is great.
0: <laughs> I think that's, it's 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 twofold. Because for me, like, hearing a story like that, and, and you've got many stories, I think, that you would share just over kind of the people that you meet and what you do on a day-to-day basis. But, you know, there's two things that kind of I'm, you know, hearing when you say something like, because on one hand there is like a sense of like, wow, God still does miracles, and it's hilarious that we're talking about socks because it kind of is like, oh, yeah, God doesn't really care about that, but like that's part of your story, and it was a, I think a pivotal moment for you, but on the other side. There is this actual sense of like trying to communicate, I think going off the back of so many different stories of what the kingdom of God is all about. And um, one of the things that you just shared kind of around like as you're making videos and as you're telling your story when we got coffee was that you're, you know, communicating what the kingdom of God is like. I think of that verse, Romans 14, 17. Um, maybe I'll just read it tonight to kind of set this up. Um, but it says that the for the kingdom of God is not about Um, Eating and drinking, but a matter of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And just that idea that, like, we're all laughing about socks, but, like, there's part of the kingdom in that. And that God is about joy. And heaven probably looks more like a dance party than it does a mass. And I think that there's really just, like, something really so special. And it's so rare to to encounter someone that's, like, truly and genuinely joyful. I don't know. I mean, I don't meet too many people that, like, have a TikTok like yours. But one of the things I think, like, it's just easy to assume is that it's a bit. Right? But this is, like, and you would know, this is who you are. Right? Just genuinely, like, someone of joy. Can you speak just about, like, as you're making these videos, communicating like what the kingdom is about as people you meet? Yeah,
1: yeah, basically. So my main form of videos is, honestly, I, I started off doing kind of some crazy, wild little social experiment kind of prank stuff, but now i kind of gone into just, literally, we give away like thousands of dollars every week. Um, And so how I do that is, I don't have extra thousands of dollars, but what I do is, Usually every morning I'll wake up, pull up a live stream, and I'll say, hey, today we're going to try to uh, bless somebody who like pushes carts at Target, or we're going to try to do this or that, and then we raise the money. Random people send money in and donate to do this. So we'll say our goal today is $500 or $1,000, and the money will come in, and it's amazing. The people see this, and the reason people want to donate is because they actually get to see where the money goes to. It's not like, wait, I sent money, but where is it? It's like, no, a few hours later, they'll see a video to where their money went. So it's just super awesome being able to, yeah, just like teach people about the kingdom of God. And what I tell them all the time is I'm like radical generosity opens up the door to radical prosperity. Like when God sees money's not an idol in your life and you're not gripping it, when your hand's open to give, not only is it open to give, but it's able to open to receive. And then God can bless you with more because it's not an idol in your life. So it's really fun. That's what we do. We give away a lot of money and just bless people and. One of the main things we like doing is not just going up to someone and say, hey, here's $1,000, but we'll actually get them to do an act of kindness first. And so, for example, the other day I was at a bus stop, and I went up to a bunch of different people. I was like, hey, I need a couple dollars to get a bus ticket. Like, I don't have any money. And some people are like, oh, too bad, whatever. But one guy's like, yo, here's a few dollars. And I'm like, hey, I actually don't need your money. I actually just want to bless you. Trying to find the first person to offer that kindness. Like, here's $500, $1,000. And they'll just start weeping. It's crazy like God always leads me to the right person. And so it's just awesome being able to do that. And just, it really shines light on their kindness. That's what it's all about. So like the videos, like 99.9% of the comments are about the people and not about me, you know, Um, just because it's their kindness that's being shined the light on. But yeah, it's fun to just do these videos, have that joy and even if people, it's, I'm not blatantly saying Jesus in every video, they know. They're like, something's going on because they're always clean. There's nothing dirty about this. Like, it's always, there's it's such a real joy, you know. And so the presence of God is on the videos, and that's what makes it so fun.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Like, it's, it's, I think, so cool. What what you said about like you know just random acts of generosity, random acts of kindness, even like random acts of like healing and being as like so bold. I mean, I, I'm in this boat, but I know so many of us in this room are like would be scared to pray for somebody to get healed. Like that's like a that's a bold thing, cause like you know what happens if they say no? <laughs> and I, that what, was what
1: happens if yeah if they say no, then you say all right, no worries. But if, but the well, thing if is, it if, if happen, they don't get right? healed, they still feel so loved that you even offered that, yeah. you know? Like, the world is so, like, cold in a sense to where they don't really get to experience a lot of love and a lot of things, you know? So, like, even the fact that you offered will just bless them radically, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's... That's why you're here tonight. It's because the way that you see things is just, I know it's such a blessing to our community. Is cause it's because it's, there is really just such a difference between the way that even like your platform is built on like blessing others. On a, on a platform that is all about chasing clout and notoriety right. and trying to get the next thing. But you're just like, I'm doing it for people. And you're even like, yeah, even if they don't get healed, guess what? They still feel like what an incredible perspective um, just to be able to, you know, just to live that way. And I think like, you know, what you're saying, this happens and um, people know that there's something up, that there's something yeah. different. It reminds me like one of the, um, you know, I was as prepping for this last weekend, talking about joy in the middle of our suffering. It was a C.S. Lewis quote that said, sadness is a momentary interlude, but joy is the gigantic secret mm-hmm. of the Christian. Yeah. And that really is the sense I get about like your life is there's kind of like this secret That you, like, you know, like a little kid, like, can't wait to let it out. Like, I've got something to say. But it's, like, joy. Can you tell us, like, I guess my question is, like, where do these convictions come from? Because you're talking about, like, blessing people. You're talking about, like, living with joy. You're talking about, like, believing in the Holy Spirit and the power of God. Like, those are some strong convictions that you don't really see too often.
1: Yeah, yeah, honestly, it's just it all comes from a foundation of just knowing God is good and then number two my favorite verse in the whole Bible it's sad I don't know the actual verse I just know the the, the line it's like the goodness of God leads men to repentance that's my favorite verse because that verse literally puts on the glasses of love and no matter if someone how they treat you no matter what they do you can just love them radically and know that that's the best way to get them the gospel you know so that verse honestly and I was talking to Diddy about this today I guess you guys don't call him Diddy but (laughs) yeah 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 now you do now Now you do sean diddy don't forget the comb that's what i call him yeah yeah but
2: um some of the prayer team call me diddy now i just think it's hilarious i got some emails pastor diddy how you doing it's like oh my gosh it's infiltrating
1: (laughs) but yeah honestly i'd say one of the best ways to like practically get joy in your life and just have that is like honestly just just try to, try to tap into what God made you for. Like he made you to receive love for him and to love people, but you all have such a unique purpose and such a unique talent. And like, there's some crazy destiny for all of you, you know? And so I was lucky, um, when I went to, I went to Bethel a couple years ago, that's where I met, I met him at, and, uh, some people gave me some wild prophetic words about videos and stuff. And, uh, just, just gave me such a confidence to know that that's what I was created to do, you know? And, um, Yeah, so just honestly finding out the reason you're alive and and something you're gifted at. And I was talking to him today just about how, like, one of the best ways to have joy, like, consistent joy, is to know the promises of God. Like, they're they're legit. You know, like, God will provide in these different things, but don't idolize the way that it ought to look, you know? So, for example, you could be applying for a job, and you're like, God's going to provide. I'm going to get this job. And then you don't get the job and you're disappointed and you kind of go in these ups and downs. The truth is God will provide, but nowhere did he ever say it was going to be that job. He just said he would provide, you know. And him providing might look like you not getting that job, couch surfing for two months, being like really down and out. And all of a sudden you come up with a creative idea to start a business or whatever. And then three years later you got $10 million and you're changing the world, you know. So like not idolizing the way it looks like or like God's going to provide you an amazing person to marry or whatever. But if you idolize that, it's got to be this person. It doesn't work out. You're all depressed and this versus like, no, I'm just I'm just know that God's promise is is legit, but I'm not going to idolize the way it looks. And so when you know that you can have this consistent joy and Really just to know that, yeah, God wants to do radical stuff in your life and you all have so much talent and, and just there's there's so many possibilities, you know. So doing what you love is why I feel like I'm so joyful because I get to do what I love. It's yep. so like every day it feels like a joke, you know. <laughs> and uh, it's funny, though. One of the one of the best things I do every day, I live stream. That's how I raise the money to do these videos. Well, yeah. today I'm raising like $500 for this thing and all of a sudden I get suspended. So I got banned from live streaming today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got banned from life, so apparently I won't be raising no more money, but actually, so right away when I saw that, I was like, dang, shoot, like, I can't raise money right now temporarily, like, I don't know if I'll get un- unbanned or what, but I was like, okay, now it's just time to pivot, and God might have been the one who banned me to get me to do something else, so now I'm going to start, like, this little clothing line, at the end of the videos, I'm going to promote just some different stuff, I'm going to sell, like, shirts and stuff, and that actually might bring in more money than the donations would have, you know? So it's just never letting disappointment be end with a period, but let it end with like a comma or something where you're like, okay,
2: this is just a part of the journey, you know? Yeah. And uh, and honestly, this is something that inspired me from the get-go. It And I think it'll inspire this room, honestly, because there was a point, you know, we met maybe five years ago, six years ago now. I don't even yeah, know. I
1: thought it was like two years. No way, man. <laughs> really? I got a
2: bad memory. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the way we met, too. Oh, he is ridiculous. But anyways. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Oh, yes. What would it... <laughs> I'm like a squirrel around here. Um, but what inspired me, honestly, is when we met, you had, what, like a 1, 1,000, a 1,500 followers. Amazing, right? Like, most people's Instagrams kind of look something like that. But he was doing exactly what he's doing now. Like... When, you talk, when he talks about doing what he loves, it's because when God calls you to something, it's like, well, whoever my platform is, whatever is in front of me, I'm going to be faithful with that, right? Like, and that was something I always remembered. And I remember seeing him do his thing. He's absolutely thriving because he's doing the thing God called him to do and put in front of him so faithfully. I remember I would say it all the time. I would say it to his face. I'm like, if God could give me a microphone that everybody in the world could hear from it would be Jimmy because I'm like he stewards these moments so beautifully like and he knows exactly that like exactly where God is leading him and what he's called to do and so he'll do it if there's 1500 people on his Instagram or yeah. now if there's whatever yeah. thousands or thousands oh that's that's good thousands.
1: that's that's true it's good and it's the same thing for everybody like whatever whatever it is that you feel called to or you have a desire to start so little like the whole thing about, like, if you steward a little, like, God will bless you more. That might just be true, and you're going to find out it. It just might be true, and you're going to find out yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. One of the most powerful things ever, my friend Ryan, he told me, he's like, Jimmy, you got to become Santa Claus in private before you're Santa in public. And I was like, dang, that's true. That's right. And so at at that time, I wasn't meaning, making
0: <laughs> Meaning, meaning.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, meaning, meaning, like, giving away stuff and doing all this wild stuff without recording it, you know? And so at the time, I wasn't making videos or anything, and I actually took his word literal, and I lived in Austin, Texas at this restaurant. I couldn't even afford to park at the restaurant, so I had to r- sprint there, and I'd be dripping in sweat at this fancy restaurant and sprint back, and it was, it, was, it was hard working there. It was like a fancy restaurant. you know, like they would, they, I didn't, If someone ordered a bottle of wine, I would just leave the table and never come back because I don't even know how to open wine. I just didn't like how intense it was. But anyways, when I was there, I bought a Santa Claus suit. And I had it in my trunk. And a lot of times after work, I'd put on this Santa if it wasn't even near Christmas. And I would drive around, get it. homeless people in my car, and we would go have a good old time. Yeah. Like, we would get them clothes, whatever. And I was literally Santa in private, you oh
2: know? Oh, my gosh. I got to share this story. It was my birthday. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> I'm it. sorry, real quick. It was my birthday, like, two years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and the guy comes to my room. We weren't living together at the time. We're in Redding, the small little town. He comes to my room. He kidnaps me, blindfolds me chucks me in the car him and like three guys obviously a big dude takes a couple guys yeah, to get me in the car bad. oh i was panicking oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he drives me to this house it is so dark i don't know what's going on i go in this house and it's like you know he takes off my blindfold then all i hear is surprise and i'm like pumped i'm like you threw me a surprise party this is crazy takes off my blindfold. It's he didn't know anyone in the room. It's, it's a room full of strangers. No. <laughs> Literally goes Brilliant. to Walmart and In-N-Out and just gets the most <laughs> random no.
1: people
2: in this house. So I'm like, I'm so honored. I'm also like,
0: <laughs> what the heck is that? Yeah, I, happening? Had, I had like three Morris
1: days. people? Yeah, it was the house was in the hood and shoves I. Shoves a cake in my yeah. face. I'm like, oh, what yeah. is this birthday? Luckily, Brand a candle. House too? Yeah. No, I didn't have the Santa suit on, but yeah, I had like two days left on this lease. I'm like, we got to have fun with this place before we turn in the key. And I was like, I because I hit up all his friends. I don't even know if they are his friends, because I hit him up. I said, Sean, surprise. They all say, we're busy. I said, what do you mean you're busy? It's the kid's birthday. And so I was like, forget Amazing. about it. It was I'm gonna midnight. Go to, I'm going to go to In-N-Out, and I'm going to ask everyone to come to the birthday. And they're all like, okay, maybe we'll come. I'm like, hey. You come, a random person's winning like $100 who comes. And they all come. Stop yeah. it. So we had like 50 people packed out in this house with a smoke machine. And, and uh, yeah, he, he, he thought he was going to see his best friends and a bunch of randoms. Random. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's the
2: thought, it was the thought. that. I don't comes, know what made me think yeah, of that. Yeah. I'm so sorry if that was yeah. a tangent.
0: So for your friend's next birthday, yes. there's an idea. A massive oh, blessing. I'll celebrate them. Some birthdays coming up, I know. That could be the thing that you do. Oh, it is
1: celebration week or something, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, celebration night. We should have just go get some strangers. (laughs) After, after. Um, I I think this is a good segue. Jimmy, are you single?
1: Oh, Oh, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Technically, yes. I don't know why I said technically.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is it complicated or?
1: No, so... the. Funny thing is, my main videos is I give away money and do all this kind of rowdy stuff like that. But I also, I'm kind of, my main other side of my yeah. videos is I take strangers on dates. And so, <laughs> it's really random and weird. You know, like, this company hired me. It's my one of my main brand deals. And I basically take random girls on dates around the world. So, it took a girl once to Dubai. Um, took a girl a few weeks ago. It went to skydiving
2: yeah, in Dubai. Yeah, just yeah. like
1: a stranger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, took a girl to Disney World. Rented out an NFL stadium to a girl there. So it's crazy, but. The the reason why I feel like God put me in that place to be able to go on those dates and to do that and stuff is just because He gave me real strong convictions about that, you know? So I'm not about like kissing until marriage. Maybe this might sound a little crazy, but not even maybe holding hands. So I have like strong convictions around that. And because of that, it's almost like God's trusted me with these different girls to do these dates with because only like one has been a Christian out of these like seven videos, you know? So. It would be pretty sketchy if I was like hooking up with all these girls. Like it would be just a mess for the company. Yeah. But it's actually wild because I go on these dates with them and they're like, wait, he's not trying to get anything from me or do anything? Like, and I share the gospel with them, and they usually always end up like bawling their eyes out, and their life has changed, and I become like best friends with them after. So it's it's wild, but yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's where I wanted to go, because like there were I think there's probably two of your videos that are my favorite. Was the one where you're roller skating with a homeless guy, and you're just like partying on the disco rink there, um, and then the other one is you had done like a 24 hour blind date with a stranger to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. And I it just got me thinking because, like, you know, I, I think there's for for young adults talking about joy and celebration. That's an area a lot of us can look for joy, or maybe a better way to say it is like that can area that can be an area in our life where we look to like. Um, fill a void or to like search for meaning but you like I told you is uh, lives differently like there's a different set of rules with this guy tell us about those convictions like how did you even get to that place like and and why is that so um you know like meaningful to you
1: yeah yeah honestly yeah it's it's one of my favorite convictions that I have actually like super recently after I got saved um i didn't I didn't really know what to think about you know purity and all that stuff, and basically, I came across this video on the internet by Dan Moeller, and he was preaching about purity and living in righteousness and just about he just broke down basically how just like you know in in back in Jewish days and all this stuff like you know, the, the bride comes down the aisle and he says, you may now kiss the bride and then they pull the veil back, meaning you hadn't kissed her before and like all this wild revela- revelatory stuff and that when Jesus rose from the dead, the veil was torn in two and now we can worship God face to face when the word worship means to kiss. So it's like we can now kiss him now that we're married to him because the veil torn and so I knew it wasn't something, it's not like this crazy thing where it's like, oh man, if you're doing that, it's like sin or not. It's just more a, a way I saw more fullness and so I saw this video after getting saved and I was like dang it I don't like anything this man's saying but I have a feeling it's true I was like I know it's true but I hate this guy's voice you know and so so I literally just like went into this shed every day this prayer shed in Australia and I played this video next to my ear like a hundred times in a row and I was like I'm gonna listen to this until I believe it because I know it's true I want the fullness from God and like I got saved. Huh. It's like I want there to be different things than before being saved. Like, if I move into a new house and everything's the same as my old house, it's like, what am I even doing? So, it's huh. like I got, went from old life to new life. There's got to be some things that are different, really other than just like this belief that God loves me, you know? So, I was like, I want to tap into this. And so, basically, started listening to it and just grew that conviction. It came on me and. And it's just so freeing. It's not the it's not binding or religious at all. It's honestly like, I tell people this all the time. I'm like, there's three main things about your life, honestly. It's like what you believe, it's who you're going to marry in your career, you know? And like, I always relate back to like building a skyscraper. Like if the foundation of a skyscraper is off 0.1 centimeter, that whole thing's coming down. And one of the most important things in your life is who you're going to marry, you know? So I'm like, dang, I want that foundation to be as legit as possible and as sturdy as possible and so I think one of the best ways is just to have friendship with who you're dating and really get to know them for them. Because I tell people this all the time, like, you go to in and out right now, I could kiss 10 people in there, I guarantee you three of them I'm going to be thinking about later. It's not because I like them, it's just chemistry and science, you know. So I, I don't want to start thinking I like someone just because I'm hooking up with them, you know. And so, yeah, basically that, that, that conviction hit me and it's so freeing, it's so amazing. And
2: yeah, that's why I'm able to do these different videos. And, and even like... So- the way you the way you practically even benefit from that and i've just seen this in jimmy's life is the actual like exploration of do i just like this person right like that's what's inspired me about like that conviction of yours is you actually get to explore i like this person and i'm not getting anything from them they're not meeting any physical needs of mine they're not meeting needs that belong to my spouse i'm just getting to know if i just like spending time with them at the end of the day Marriage is a bunch of hanging. I don't know anything about marriage, y'all. I'm super single, but I don't I don't know what I'm talking. I'm just saying, I'm just saying at the end of the day, you're going to you know run errands, you're going to the bank, you're you're paying bills and you're raising kids. Like you're you're not really like enamored with this physical chemistry. And that's something I've appreciated about that conviction is countlessly you've been able to discover, oh, I just like this person or I just don't like this person and that's just what it is and it's so it's so simple when I feel like our age group I feel like we complicate like it's tough sometimes to recognize like if we like someone and that's like just real talk like honestly the moment I feel like you start snuggling in a relationship you you have these chemicals, dopamine, whatever the, the love hormones are that are getting released and you're, they're attaching you to the person. And I'm not saying snuggling's wrong necessarily. I'm just saying, isn't it crazy the, how clarity really could come from just allowing a person to be your friend? And that's something, yeah. I, you know, even for myself, I'm like, I'm challenged by, like, I, I want to actually consider, like, is that a conviction, like, God's calling me to? Like, or, like, what, what does that mean for me? Uh, (laughs) flee from the enemy (laughs) what does that mean for me you know and i'll take that prayerfully to the lord and see like like what does that mean for my life and
1: yeah i think the truth is like you can have as much god as you want you know like you're saved as soon as you come to him and give your life to him but you can really access as much of him as you want you know and so i try to not wait till someone convicts me but i try to find conviction so i'll pray like god give me a new conviction this week hold on hold on you know say that again Oh, instead of just like wait until some pastor or someone like convicts me about something, or I hear something. It's like no, I want to find conviction like treasure because that's really what it is. Like God, God, God's dream for you is to experience life at the fullness, to have more pleasure, more joy than anyone out there. You know, like that's what he wants. He's not this like religious little bum. You know, and so that's great, yeah. And so like I tell me this all the time. I'm like. Like, going to God about something is like going to Mother's Market. It's this little organic grocery store we got. You know, it's like God gives you the organic version of something. You know, like the way the way it's untainted. And the devil doesn't create anything. He just perverts things, you yes. know. And so it's like the chemical version of something. It's like the McDonald's, you know. It's fast food. And sure, you can go for it. You can do it. It might not kill you. But you're just going it's, to, it's just, it's just not going to fuel the rest of your life, you know. But when you live in purity and all these things, you're really going to be able to hear God so much clearly, access so much more. Because to be honest with you, I, I was at this school at Bethel a couple years ago, and everyone gets these crazy prophetic words. They get these wild words over their life. And I, I began to somewhat get discouraged because I'm like, man, so many people get these rowdy words. But I feel like, why are so few of these words coming true? and not to say necessarily this is a fact, but I'm just like, I feel like the reason people get words and it doesn't come true is because they're living in some form of compromise, or living in this and that, and God can't bless them or do what he wants to do, because it'll crush them and millions of people, you know, so it's, I had this idea the other day, I was like, if I had two sons, and one son's always breaking the rules, he's always doing something crazy, and the other son is super, like, just a, just a faithful, great son, it's like, they're 16 years old. I want to get him a BB gun for Christmas. It's like, I ain't getting that other kid one because he's going to hurt himself or someone else, but I want to give it to him. So yeah. God wants to launch in your destiny. He wants to do it so bad, but it's almost like, he, he's waiting till we, we walk in that, that holiness. And that, I'm not saying that you don't have to do the kiss for marriage thing. That's just something I think is fun to do and just makes sense to me. Because I got many friends with great relationships that didn't do that. So I don't think it's necessarily right or wrong. It's just, it's just another way to just search out conviction and you'll live, you'll live life.
0: Wow. Unreal. That's so good. And I think, like, yeah, that's – it really is so special. I would say that um, – I think that's a beautiful definition of purity, too, is like seeking out conviction, like adding things to the my conviction list. You know, like I may not have been convicted about this before, but because of the way that, you know, the Lord is speaking to me, I'm adding that to my list. And I think like so often, especially in our young adult years, like I can look back on my life and think of the things I had really strong convictions about in high school that have kind of eased up over time and what like so much of life is just kind of easing up on things. But I love that you're saying, no, I'm actually going and I'm not waiting for anybody else to convict me. I'm not waiting for like the message on Sunday to fuel me. I'm going to go out and add that to my list. I'm going to get it myself. And even like, I mean, so many different areas, we've just kind of been talking about um, how that's been the case. And I'd say, so let me ask this. I would say like on, on, I look back, I'm married now, but, um, Shout out, my beautiful wife, Rachel. Um, I like to cuddle. And I... I, What would you say to someone that would say, like, I want to honor God in my relationship, um, but you know what? Like, my love language is physical touch. Or, hey, we know where he's at. (laughs) Or we'd say that... you know, like, you know, I, I really want to honor God, but maybe I don't share that same conviction. And so I think there's, you know, maybe purity culture, as as kind of a taboo term that, that has become, could create condemnation. Um, what would you say?
1: Yeah, I would honestly just say, like, God won't necessarily, a lot of times, he won't necessarily give you a conviction unless you want it, you know? So, like, just go to him privately, shut your door in your room, and just say, Jesus, what's the way I can experience the fullness in this for me? Like, just show it to me. I don't want to hear my pastors as, my friends who all agree with me, this and that. Like, not even what I personally believe, but what's the actual truth from the raw Bible? Like, reveal it to me, show it to me, yeah. and he'll come up, come to you every time, you know? Because I could sit up here, say something, and maybe he doesn't even believe that at all, but you know what I mean? Just, just for you. So seek that out, and honestly, it's it's not necessarily about your, what you like. Your my love language. Heck, it's probably everything. Everything feels good. Give me chocolate. Cuddle me. Everything. You know, it's not about what I like. It's about I what can I tap into them. the fullness. You know? <laughs> yeah. Check the whole list. But you know, so just that's just great. go to him in private, and honestly, that's the way you'll find that strength and everything. And and when he speaks to you, then he'll give you the power to live that out. Um, I I I want to say like kind of going
0: maybe full circle here. Um, I think that's a beautiful way of like what you're describing. One thing I've said to a number of different people um, over the years in ministry is that um, wisdom is simply just asking God for his opinion. And I think there's a way to live wise where before we're like trying to conform to anything that we think of being a Christian is like, or even like what it means to do this thing, just to ask God for his opinion, there really is wisdom in that. And I think that's, that really is what you're talking about, is just saying, okay, like, God, what do you think? And we've said, like, you know, all of these different areas, you said there's three big decisions that define you. I think I got them. What you believe, who you marry, and your career. Your favorite color is the last one. No. <laughs> the most, life's most dividing questions. Number four, what's your favorite color? Um, no, but of those three, like, I mean, the way that I would want to live is that I know like what God is opinion, God's opinion is for those three areas of my life. Like for obviously what we believe, but I mean, who you marry, what an incredible decision and what you do with all of like our most precious resource of our time and how we live and how we spend our life. Like what is God's opinion, um, on all these areas. And so kind of to come full circle in each of those three, like um, we're talking about finding joy, maybe finding joy in a relationship, finding joy in a career, finding joy in an area um, that we may not consider to have, like to be a place of joy. Even going back to what you said about um, facing disappointment, like I, I guess what I want people to leave here tonight is like all these things sound good, but they're actually really hard to do. Um, like to live this way is really difficult so can you give us just like our community some encouragement around those three areas
1: yeah honestly the only thing that's that's just running in my head when you're talking and stuff is just like how valuable you guys all are you know just like what makes something valuable is like the rarity of it you know and there's literally only one of you you know there's literally only one of you and so I was just like if we took 12 of us and put us all in a room just 12 of us And, you know, because that's how many disciples there were, you know. And so it's like, is there, are what we're doing us 12 enough to get the gospel to the ends of the earth? Or would we not be effective and Christianity wouldn't even exist in like three years by the way our 12 lives are lived, you know. So just take that upon yourself. Like don't put it up to someone else to share Jesus with someone, to know him, to live in all this. Like take that upon yourself. Like you and 11 other friends can literally change the world and do that. And when you just realize just have a high self esteem and realize how amazing God God has created you and formed you, all this other stuff comes so easy, you know? You realize how valuable valuable you are and you just realize like man you're not just a nobody you're not just this and that and and when you have a high self-esteem when you realize God created you and, and he formed you made you you just you just want to search out things that will benefit your life because you have such a crazy possibility in the future but if you're just like oh I'm just a random person I don't even know what I'm made then you'll just kind of choose the easiest route about everything because you don't think your life has a huge impact but it does and when you realize that then you'll search these things out and it'll be easy. Because you'll, you'll realize, like, yo, like, you know, that's just what I was made
2: for.
0: Yeah. And that's where joy is found.
1: Yeah. Is in that kind of revelation. Yeah, your identity is where you find joy, you know? So good. So good.
2: Um, and just one thing that literally just came to my mind is I feel like people of joy, like, you say, like, finding joy in your workplace. Maybe you don't even like your workplace. But people of joy actually operate in a high level of dreaming and a high level of hope. Mm-hmm. And... I, I was actually, I was bragging on you to Pastor Cody, where it's like, I can't spend 10 minutes around Jimmy without thinking my dreams are too small. Like, genuinely, like, you say the most outlandish stuff sometimes, and I'm like, he actually believes that he's going to do this. Like, he's he actually does.
0: Yeah.
2: And I'm like, I think too small. I dream too small. Like, and so honestly, like, my, my heart, even as, as you share that is, if I'm, like, not walking in what I feel like is my destiny, what I feel like is my purpose, can I actually be somebody who takes God up on, yeah, that John 10, 10 promise rings true for me. I will live a life full of abundance, a life that is to the fullest. And and actually, it's people of joy that, right, like like you were saying, they have the promise, they have their calling. Maybe they're not operating in it to the fullest, but that is the promise, and to actually be somebody who's quick to hope, quick to dream, to dream bigger. And that's something I feel like that keeps you joyful, even like if your live stream gets disconnected, whatever. It's like, well, there's redirection and God's going to do something in it. And I'm actually going to operate in joy, even when the circumstances don't say so.
0: So good. yeah. I love that. I I, know, I think the first time. We met, you had described a vision for a church, and one of the things that you were saying is, I don't understand why church has to feel like a drag, you know, like, why does it have to feel so... And you were talking about, um like, water slide baptisms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this was a thing. I don't know how many of you are like, I want that too. He's like, what if we just set up a water slide, and people just, like, go down, and then there's, like, everyone's cheering, like, what a way to get baptized. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, are you hearing you right now? Like... And it's uh, it, it's just it's hilarious, but I, I think it exudes so much of, I think what makes you special, and uh, I think that's been such a blessing to us here in our community. I know I'm walking away tonight feeling like um, really a sense of dreaming bigger, like you shared, and a sense of just feeling like, um, in one way, it's simple. You know, the kingdom of God is is pretty simple in what He's asking us to do, and that's you know I, I think you kind of live that way, where it's just like no, it's it's what He says. But in the same way, it's really deep, yeah. and just because it's simple doesn't mean it's shallow. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I love just this. This we're talking about joy, and we're talking about celebration. Something that can seem so mediocre, something that can seem so fleeting, and yet like it's one third. Romans it talk one third of the kingdom is joy. So as people of the kingdom and as people, 2 Corinthians, says we're ambassadors of the kingdom, meant to represent this in our day-to-day lives. In these three areas, man, we should be a people that just exude this kind of joy. That's just like there's something like hilarious about it all, that we just can't believe this is the life that we get to live. We can't believe this is the God that we get to serve. I'm going to say it until you all start smiling at me because there's a joy in this. And I think it really is So incredible. One more time, can we say thank you to Pastor Sean and Jimmy Darts? Love you guys. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. I'm going to ask us all to stand up.